Welcome to the Weight Loss for Fertility podcast. When you're trying to get pregnant, whether naturally or with the help of a fertility doctor, weight loss can better your chances of success. I'm Dr. Stephanie Fine, and I help you do just that. Let's go. Hello, fabulous. It's Dr. Stephanie Fine here with Weight Loss for Fertility. And this saying changed my life. It was from Gary V. I don't even know where I saw it first, but it stopped me in my tracks. You are not lazy. You just don't like it. You are not lazy. You just don't like it. When I first heard that, it was like, what? It like shifted my brain. And, and I've been thinking about it a lot, and we're going to be talking about this. The, the whole idea of it is going from blaming myself to honoring myself, to accepting myself, to realizing that I have preferences. I, I know this sounds so basic, but it's so profound. And I think it's sort of a developmental thing this change. I say that, but I, this was only a few years ago <laughs> that I did this. So my development could be a little off. But this idea that if I wasn't doing something, especially something I should be doing, air quotes on that, should be doing, if I wasn't doing it, I must be lazy. There's something wrong with me. Not that the idea that I should be doing it at all should be questioned. Maybe it's not my job. Maybe I don't want to. This was life-changing for me. And I think about it from going from blaming to befriending. So if something's not getting done, it's because you don't want to do it. Not because there's something fundamentally wrong with you. Because here's the thing too. If the problem is that there's something fundamentally wrong with you, there's, then you have to fix the whole of who you are. So in order to go to the gym, you have to have a complete lobotomy. You know what I mean? Like it, it doesn't, it actually doesn't make sense, but it does in our brain, right? Because if we blame ourselves for being too lazy or undisciplined or having no willpower, it leads to a cycle of self-blame and criticizing that actually gets us off the hook. We don't have to do it because we just shut down. And we can't move forward. So it's kind of clever of us to say, it must be because I'm lazy. Oh, well. But thinking that it, I have preferences. I have things I like to do. I prefer to do in a certain way. And maybe there's a way to get it done in a way that feels okay to me so that I want to do it making something fun, making it at a time of day that works better for me. There are so many things that could be modifiable. And my fundamental beingness is not one of them. I That's not a change. I am a worthy person, just like you. We are all worthy. We have preferences and limitations and strengths. And we can do things in a way that capitalizes on those strengths and minimizes any use of limitations or things that are harder for us. 
All this from the saying of you're not lazy, you just don't like it. It's so amazing. So the shift I want us to contemplate here is the default assumption from inherent flaw to there must be a very good reason I don't want to do it. Isn't that amazing? If we just put ourselves in that position that it's not, it can't be that I'm lazy. And by the way, fertility patients are the least lazy humans on the planet. So literally that will never fly with me. And it shouldn't fly with you either. You 100% have shown over and over and over and over again that you are not lazy. So that cannot be the reason. So there is another reason. And if we assume there is, there's another good reason that I'm not doing it, then we got somewhere to go with this. We got some traction. We, we can make some progress. So here are some good reasons why we may not want to do something. It's not important to us anymore. So one of the, the ideas about why, we like, like let's say we keep putting off meeting up with a certain friend. It, it's not that you're lazy necessarily or that there's a problem with you, you're antisocial or you're not a good friend. Oh, that would be what I would say to myself. There may actually be a reason. The friendship has shifted. You've moved or your time slots have changed or you're got married and they did too, or, you know, there are so many things. Maybe you've had personal growth and you used to get together and complain a lot and now it just feels uncomfortable. There are so many reasons why you might be putting that off and investigating it is so much kinder to yourself and that person. So by not investigating, by just saying there's a problem with us, we're not being honest to ourselves or to the other person in this case. And it feels so much cleaner to find out the actual reason and deal with it. Because when we're blaming ourselves, it feels terrible. It really does. And then we just get stuck in that blame thing. And then it affects our whole life, including coping with eating, right? When we feel terrible, we're much more likely to try to make ourselves feel good with whatever we know. And if we, what we know is food, this is one of the reasons why we might overeat or eat when we're not hungry. So there might have been one of the reasons we're going through reasons, good reasons why you may not want to do something. And it may not be as important to you as it once was. That's good to know. It also may not be enjoyable to you. That's a good reason. So it also could be a shift. Like if you were at work and you loved it and you had your bestie colleague and and then she was promoted or she was transferred or you got a new boss who you just don't see eye to eye or you have a new employee that just drives you nuts. That could be a reason why you're dragging your feet to work or maybe even going back into the office and maybe that just doesn't work for you anymore. It's not that you're bad at your job. 
And it may not even be that you hate your job. If you realize that it's the going into the office and you can talk with the the powers that be and you can work from home, that may solve the problem. But we won't know that if we're only blaming ourselves for being lazy. You see what I mean? It's such a default for so many of us. Okay, so the importance has shifted. Your priorities have shifted. It's not as enjoyable anymore. And this one is important. The next one is trauma or a bad past experience. Little t trauma. Especially when I think of weight loss in particular, this one comes in here. That you've done it before and it didn't work out. So it feels awful. Or you did it before, but it was really, really, really hard. It took up too much time. You beat yourself up constantly. It was a, a like a, you white knuckled everything. It was just too hard and you're unwilling to do that again. That is so important to know. So important because we can investigate that. Is that the only way to do it? If it is, that may be a really clear answer. It's not that I'm lazy. I just absolutely refuse to do that to myself again. Oh, so good to know. Done. Now you don't have to sit there and blame yourself all the time. You've made a decision. Amazing. Maybe there's another way to do that. Especially with weight loss, that was what we talk about here, right? There is another way. There does not have to be restriction, deprivation, beating yourself up, restricting. I mean, all that. There is another way. That's what we talk about here, and I can help you with that. So that's an important one to know, too, if you've had a bad past experience. And then one of the other good reasons for not wanting to do it, and there could be a lot more, but these are some main four that I thought about. You don't know how. And it feels very overwhelming to try to figure it out. That is another reason. But that's good to know, right? If you say, oh, it's not that I'm lazy. I actually literally don't know what the first step would be. Oh, that is a heck of a lot easier to figure out than how do I become a totally different human being? I just have to now find out how do I do what I want to do? Amazing. When you know that, you actually have a way forward, where we were stuck in feeling discouraged and terrible about ourselves, just mired in it. Now there's a way forward that has nothing to do with our worthiness and being. This is a huge shift from blaming to befriending. So what we want to do is instead of the blaming and the stewing and the being stuck, we want to acknowledge what I just talked about so that there's, you have a good reason, let's find it. And then we investigate and decide. So this is the framework for when we're feeling stuck and we're blaming ourselves. The framework is that we do four things. We notice the resistance. This is always the first step. This will be very familiar to you if you've been listening to this podcast. We cannot do anything unless we notice it first. We don't know there's a problem. 
So we have to notice. And what, what we might notice is that we're calling ourselves lazy or we're noticing that we're procrastinating or not doing, not taking action on something we say we want. Okay, so noticing. The next step then is getting all your thoughts down on paper. We dump all the reasons why you're not doing it or you think you don't want to do it. You're going to ask yourself, why am I procrastinating? What's in the way? And put everything on paper. And then you're going to investigate each one. Now, when I say investigate each one, it's really just asking yourself a question. Does this make sense? Is this one true? I have to do it the way I did it before. Is that true? Are there other ways? Can you find other ways? When you ask yourself the question about each one, then you end up with sort of an action plan, right? Because if there are Maybe there are other ways. Okay, now I have to find other ways. Where can I find those? In fact, let's do that right now. We're going to use weight loss as an example. Okay, so we're going to use the framework. We're going to notice the resistance. That's the first one. Notice resistance. Always the first step. If we notice that we keep saying we want to lose weight, but we're not going ahead with it or doing anything about it, that we can notice there. There's the resistance. It's not happening. That's where we might call ourselves lazy. And we don't do that anymore, right? (laughs) If we hear that, we're like, oh, I have to remember to befriend. And we're going to assume that the answer is actually outside. I don't want to do it for some reason. Let me find out what it is. So that's the next step, right? Dump all the reasons you don't want to do it onto paper. Stop and get your thoughts out on paper. Why do I keep procrastinating this? Why aren't I taking action? And for weight loss, gosh, there are so many. The little T trauma ones are really the big ones. It feels like it takes too much time. It feels like it is too painful. It doesn't actually work because I lose weight, but then I gain it back. No one can help me. I never get this right. Write everything down. And then you're going to investigate each one. So will it take so much time? I actually have a podcast on that one. It's, it's podcast number 63. It doesn't take more time. So you can listen to that and you can also just question it. You can just say, I wonder if it really would take me so much time. What do I think I have to do and how much time will those things take? One of the questions or one of the thoughts you had could have been, I don't want to do it the way I did before. Amazing, great realization. So that's good to know. And when you know that, we're going to take that one. I don't want to do it the way I did it before. So now you're going to formulate an action plan. Okay, so if I don't want to do it, maybe there is a way that I can do it that I'm willing to do it, that it won't give me the same result I had last time. I won't lose weight and gain it right back. It won't be restrictive or depriving. Where can I find that? You can look for books on Amazon. You can ask your doctor. You can listen to podcasts. This, of course, is one of them. You can just decide to try something new. When you have concrete steps that you know exactly you can do, like the concrete step of call your doctor and ask for recommendations, 
that you can do, right? That's a step in the direction of what you want to do without difficulty, right? It, it, we've chunked it down small enough. Martha Beck calls it turtle steps, turtle steps, something like that. Tiny, tiny, slow steps. Get the number for the doctor. Call the doctor's office. These are things that don't feel overwhelming, where starting a weight loss program can feel overwhelming. Calling the doctor for a recommendation probably feels easier. It feels easier for me if I'm just like saying that. I'm like, I can do that. I can make a phone call. And then you just make action plans, little ones. And the beauty of that is that you're then moving forward. You get that little energy of moving forward rather than just being stuck and having to pull yourself out of like a hole. This way you're you're making little actions towards your goal in a way that you can continue because you're not requiring so much of yourself. You're not requiring to stuff yourself down and your desires just so you can get something done. You want to get it done in a way that's inspiring. And what I mean by that is that you can continue to go. You can keep going. That way it actually gets done and you're not beat up to a pulp at the end of it. You have energy. You have a vision. You can enjoy the result. The framework is notice your resistance, dump all the reasons why you don't want to do it on a piece of paper, question them, and formulate an action plan. What you're doing then is making decisions. You may dump out everything and be like, oh yeah, not worth it, not willing to do it. That is so good to know. Instead of just procrastinating and blaming yourself and procrastinating and blaming yourself, thinking you're terrible, when it turns out you don't want to do it, period. Now we get to drop it. You make a decision, whatever it is, quit the job, drop the idea, whatever it is, and now you're done. So now you're not spinning over that one idea. You know it's a non-starter. And we don't know that if we don't question ourselves. And we don't question ourselves if we're just blaming ourselves and saying that we're lazy. We will only question it if we assume there's a good reason why. Let's find out what it is. So that's it. You're not lazy. You just don't like it. And then we just want to find out why. You may not like it. It may not be fun. Something may have changed. You may be able to change it back. You may be able to do something that's more fun. And you may be able to get exactly what you want or you find out you no longer want it. It's so helpful. Going from blaming to befriending. We want to befriend ourselves always. Remember we talk about kind, conscious decisions here. That's always what we want to go for. Kind, conscious decisions. Never assuming there's something fundamentally wrong with us. Always assuming there's a very good reason. What is it? I love you. I think you're amazing. And I know you can make this shift. So no more blaming ourselves. We're looking for the very good reason. And then that's something we can work with. Have such a wonderful week. I'm sending you so much love. If you have any questions about this or anything in general, 
reach out to me on Instagram at stephaniefinemd or come visit my website and talk to me, stephaniefinemd.com. So much love's coming your way. Mwah. If you follow, share, rate and review this podcast, you'll be helping it reach others just like you and making their journey with weight loss and fertility just a bit easier. Lighten their load. Share in your groups and social media. Thank you, fabulous.